Today, those determined to return home are gathering to talk about rebuilding the town. But many residents also met earlier in the week at Paradise Alliance Church to weigh in on recovery plans. NSPR's Mark Albert has more. Tuesday's meeting was an opportunity for the public to check Urban Design Associates' work. The Pittsburgh-based firm is compiling residents' ideas that officials say will guide reconstruction. The top of the community's wish list includes some fairly obvious priorities for a town nearly wiped from the map by the campfire, but the list also includes a few elements residents say Paradise never had, growing as it did over the decades with little planning or foresight and only incorporating after Proposition 13 curtailed local government's ability to provide services. Megan O'Hara is a principal at UDA. A safe street network. Number two, more businesses and amenities. Number three, underground or electric utilities. It's a theme. Um, Number four, more parks and outdoor spaces. Number five, a walkable downtown. Number six, improve the evacuation safety. Seven, uh, thoughtful planning approach. Number eight, diverse and affordable housing. Number nine, install the sewer system. And number 10, sustainable design. She said more than 1,000 people took the company's survey, something that raised spirits among those assembled. We thought this was probably the most exciting question. Are you planning to come back? 51% yes, and another 15% interested in Paradise Town Councilman Steve Crowder said the complaint he hears the most concerns the pace. It's been five-plus months. I want to come home as bad as anybody else. It's not moving fast enough for me, but but you got to be real about it, too. After a chaotic escape, it's unsurprising that evacuation routes crown the needs improvement category. Despite being named a top concern, Megalia resident Judy Lovell wondered aloud if the narrow stretch of Skyway at Megalia Reservoir will ever be addressed. The evacuation route is only over the dam. One broken down car and you've got a real mess. However, Lovell gave the team facilitating the process and gathering comments high marks. They're thorough, and every little sentence that was written, they have, they've listened to and incorporated it. And, I, and I've written some sentences, so I kind of said, oh, yeah, that was mine. I fit into that little slot right there. Rather than require the installation of costly solar systems, Lovell said she'd prefer programs making rooftop panels more affordable to those on low and fixed incomes. Connection to the town is obvious among many evacuees. On the verge of tears, Connie Fisher said she journeyed 75 miles for the meeting. She feels disconnected and unable to weigh in on the process especially without computer skills or access. I don't know anything that's going on because I'm way up in Quincy and I don't know Facebook, how to do that, and so it's very hard. You know, and it was my grandpa's house, my parents, and then my house. I was going to give it to my kids, and it was just too much. Nonetheless, she was heartened that making it easier and more enticing to reach destinations on foot was named a priority. She said residents might bump into each other more frequently, build connections, and improve the sense of community. Further revised plans will be unveiled at another meeting tonight. It's scheduled to begin at 7 at the Paradise Alliance Church. Tomorrow, the results of an entirely separate process led by architecture faculty and students from Cal Poly San Luis Obispo 
will be unveiled. Presentations about their concepts and visions for reconstructing paradise will be held at the Paradise Alliance Church at 9 tomorrow morning. Mark Albert, North State Public Radio News. Paradise UDA has built a website with information about the process and ways to add your voice. You can find it online at makeitparadise.org.